What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to your favorite podcast. Thoughts by the VLD out the podcast. You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of Growing Up the VLDI. My Wonder Years. That's the theme song music. That's as good as it's going to get, man. Deal with it. So, this episode, I'm telling you the story of this pivotal point in a young man's life. The time where the VLDI acquires a driver's license. You know, there are certain benchmarks in a young man's life. You know, once you hit 13, you become a teenager. Then the next one is that 16th birthday is a big deal. Then you got the 18th birthday, then 21, and then it's all downhill from there. <laughs> but either way, man, so this is my sophomore year of high school. I'm down in Valdosta. Everybody's starting to turn 16. Everybody's starting to get their license. But DeVille, DeVille's birthday is in November. So I have to wait till damn near the end of the year to, well, really the end of the year before I'm able to go get my license. Now, the thing that was going on around this time was that Georgia was implementing a law that required you to have a driver's permit for a year if you were 16 you had to have a driver's permit for a year before you could get your license. If not, you couldn't get it until you turned 18 or you had a, a permit for a year. So, um, but the law was set to go into effect. Like, I think it was like November the 19th or 20th or something like that. And DeVille's birthday was on the 16th. So, I'm not really worried about it because my mom had been preparing me for this driving test. My ninth grade year, my mom had bought this smooth ass white, white uh, convertible LeBaron with a black cloth top. And she was teaching me how to drive this thing. And she actually, the high school that I went to had a, um, had like a, a track in the parking lot where everybody practiced driving. So we go out there, man, and my mom would let me pull up into the parking lot like I drove up there so everybody could see me pull up in this smooth-ass drop-top LeBaron. So she had been teaching me how to drive this car and had been telling me this was going to be my car. But unfortunately, my sister drove it one day. My middle sister, um, one closer to me in age, she drove the car one day and was into it an accident with an 18 wheeler and the car got crunched up like a box. It was her and my nephew were in the car and you know how they always give you the report and it was like the car seat was the only thing that saved my nephew's life. My sister survived too. Evidently she hit the car and the car, she hit the trailer and the car bounced off, turned, hit it in the front, spin again, hit it on the other side, spin again, hit it on the back. So this was like four, what's that, four impacts on the car. 
crunch that joint up. So that was gone. And during this time was the first time that DeVille ever got to drive alone because see, around the same time, my mom had been diagnosed with uh, colon cancer. So she had went in for uh, a surgery, gotten a surgery. She came home, and it was just me and her. So, and she had a rental car at the time, I remember. I don't know what it was, but it was a little small four-door car. And it was just me and her, and I had to go get the, her medicine for her. Now, the place where she sent me to get the medicine was like a mile away from the house. So it was like, you know, you got to go get this medicine for me. You got to um, get some groceries, some stuff for you to eat. You know, big man things. So DeVille drives up to the, it was Harvest. That was the name of the grocery store then, down there. It was Harvest. I drive up to the Harvest. I get all the stuff that I'm going to get. And then DeVille has this bright idea that's like, hey, you got the, you got the car. You should ride around a little bit. So I end up all the way on the east side of town. We lived on the north side. So I end up all the way on the east side of town, riding around, just looking and hoping out for somebody to be outside. I went to the east side because that was like the closest side of town to us. And, you know, I knew the way over there. So I'm riding around, and I come down. This They had two Brookwoods on the east side. They had a Brookwood place. They had Brookwood Drive. So I go down one Brookwood, and then it's this little uh, little side road that you cut through to go to the other Brookwood. So I go down one Brookwood, turn, come to the uh, the freaking stop sign, and I look over, and I see a yard full of people that I went to school with. So I see them, and I, I pull up to the stop sign. No, I didn't pull It wasn't a stop sign, was it? It may or may have not been a stop sign. But either way, I'm getting ready to make a right hand turn when I should have took a left because I'm wanting these people to see me. So I pull up, and I see them, and I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, and I'm hoping that somebody looks up so I can give them that head nod, you know, that infamous, infamous broke code head nod that you give people when you're driving and they see you. So I'm making this turn, and I look, and I look up, and I see one of the guys in the yard looked my way. So I do my little head and I'm like, uh, and throw my hand up. And so when I take my eyes, put my eyes back on the road, the damn boy DeVille DI is going off into a ditch. So I had to pull the jump back, pull the jump back on the road, keep on driving. And then, you know, after something bad happens, that's when you always get that, have that reality check. And I was like, bro, you wilding out. Your mom's home. She just came home from surgery, sick with the cancer, and your dumb ass is out here wilding out in this little ugly-ass rental car. Take your goof at home. So I, I, you know, get around back to the main street, and I take the car home. Everything turned out great because, you know, I'm out here wilding with no license. I didn't even have a freaking permit. So that was kind of my preparation up to um, – getting the license so we know this is a big deal because if i don't get this license then it'll be a whole nother year before i get a license or until i'm 18 so i'm like whatever i got the little book the little booklet i'm barely paying any attention to the book i'm barely studying studying the book but you know people are telling me the main things 
in this book is gonna get me um because they didn't do they didn't do any in south georgia at that time school i went to they didn't do any type of driver's ed there so i'm reading this book and i'm, I'm getting advice from the older guys in the neighborhood of what's actually going to be what in this test in this book is actually going to be on the test so boom my big day comes moms takes me down there to the freaking uh the dmv and um we go in there i'm ready to take my test i go in fill out all my papers and i and i got the they put me on this little like computer thing with the three buttons and I'm taking my uh, test part, you know, the written test part. <clears throat> so I go through there, boom, boom, boom. Your boy passes. Sweet. So now it's like, okay, you got to go uh, drive the car. So they assigned me this old lady, this old white lady. It's, it's going to be the person who is doing my driving test and the driving test down in South Georgia at the time was stupid easy. It was stupid simple. Basically, you pull out, pause, you pull out of the parking lot of DMV, you're going to make a left-hand turn, go down a little bit, then there'll be, it may have been a whole two miles in this test, of driving this test. You'll go down, you'll make another left-hand turn, go down back behind the, uh, the jail, the county jail, make another left-hand turn, come on down. You're, right, you're driving in a circle. Then you get to a point where you make another left-hand turn. Then you come down, left-hand turn again, back onto the highway, come down, and then you're going to have to make a what? Another left-hand turn across, uh, you know, the the. the the two lanes of the highway, two or three lanes, I can't remember, two or three lanes of the highway, back into the DMV office, park that jump. Super simple, right? So we go out there, and, you know, they got to check you. They check your brake lights. They check your turning signals, all that. Make sure that the vehicle is operational, and then you get ready to go on this test. And I'm stupid nervous, but I'm like, I got this. This is a bunch of left-hand turns. What can go wrong? Relax. I'm going to tell you what can go wrong. So, we started driving the exam. Jumped in the car with the lady, put my seatbelt on, boom. She tells me, back out. I back out. Pull to the edge of the parking lot. She says, go left. No problem. Bust that left. Turn into the closest lane to me. We good. So, we do that part. We drive down. Then we get to a point where she's like, okay, I want you to make a um, left-hand turn right here. So, boom, click the blinker, get over into the turning lane, make the left-hand turn, go down. So we get to a point where she's like, okay, we're gonna stop at this stop sign, you're gonna make a left. Come down, make a nice smooth, stop at the stop sign, click my turning signal, look to the left, I look to the right. Then I look to the left, and then I look to the right again. Boom. Bust that left-hand turn. We good. Riding, doing the speed limit, everything. Hands at 10s and 2. So we go down, and, and it's a stoplight. When you get to this stoplight, come to a complete stop if the light is red, and then make a left-hand turn. So I get down there, 
Light doesn't turn red. Light's green. We on go. So I'm going to show her what I know what I'm doing. I click that turn signal. Click. I slow down a bit to ease into the intersection. Bust that left hand turn. We good. So we driving. Everything's going smooth. Everything's going perfectly. I know I'm killing this junk. So we're going down and she says, okay, now when you get to this stop sign, guess what I got to do? You guessed it. Make a left. So I get come out, stop at the stop sign, hit that turning signal. I look to the right. I look to the left. I look to the right again. I look back to the left. I bust that left hand turn into the closest lane to me. So now we're driving. And this is where things get kind of complicated. She tells me, get over to the right. Wait, excuse, excuse me, ma'am. Get over to the right. I wasn't prepared. I wasn't ready for that. But DeVille D.I. is a champion. Always been a starter. So I click that turning signal. I look in my, I check my uh, side view mirror. Are we good? I check my rear view mirror. Are we good? And I check that side view mirror one more time. And then I ease on over into that right lane. We good. So now I'm cruising, killing this jump. So we just driving, doing our thing. And all of a sudden, she says, turn into, y'all, uh, you need to get over and turn back into the DMV. So I look over, and the DMV is like right there. I only got like a few, you know, couple hundred feet to get over. Not only from, I'm in the right lane, so I have to get through that 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 next lane, that left lane beside me. Then I have to get over into that turning lane and make this turn very quickly. So I look over, there's a car coming up behind me. I hit that uh, turning signal, click, to let him know I'm trying to get over. And Buddy rolls up, like, dead beside me. And... He, he's not going any faster. He's not going any slower. He's not letting me over. So now DeVille D.I. is panicked. I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't know what to do. So I start to slow down. He slows down. I can't go above the speed limit. But every time I, and I only got a couple of feet, so it's nothing to do. So I say, well, I can't get over. I'm going to go down and I'm going to turn and turn around and come back. So once he once he finally passes me, I hit my turning signal. I get over into the left lane. Then I get over to the turning lane and I turn into this parking lot area that's open. She says, do a three-point turn. Boom. Knock that three-point turn out. Not a problem. We good. Come back up to the edge of the parking lot. I stop. I look to the to the left, I look to the right, I look back to the left again, I bust this right hand turn out of the parking lot. We good. I'll drive down, get to the state patrol, the DMV office, hit that turning signal again, slow down, make that right hand turn, turn into the parking lot, park it in the parking space, put it in a uh, park. We good. 
So she's sitting there and she's writing on her little board, not saying anything. And then she just jump, gets out the car. So once she gets out the car, I get out the car. And so she comes around and we meet at the rear of the car. You know, we kind of come together at the rear of the car. And she's like, well, you didn't pass. What the, <laughs> the hell you mean I didn't pass? I did everything right. So apparently that one little bit of the test where I didn't, I wasn't able to get over and turn into the DMV, she flunked me for the for my whole test based off that one little portion. So I go in there, I'm talking to the people, me and my mom, and I'm like, okay, well, when can we retake the test? And they're like, six weeks. You know what happens in six weeks? The law comes in effect that makes me have to have a freaking permit for a year um, before I can get a driver's license. So I was like, screw you guys, I'm going home. But I did get that permit. <laughs> so the law comes in effect, I have to wait a whole nother year. So I'm 17 before I get my freaking driver's license. And you know, all my friends were starting to get their license and my friends was driving. But I was driving like hell though. Don't think it stopped you, boy. I was driving like hell because my partner, Mike, around the corner had a license. So what I would do was me and my little partner, we'd go and we'd cut the grass on the weekend. On Saturday, we'd cut the grass. I'd cut the front. He'd cut the back. And moms would let me get the, uh, let me get the car. And I go around the corner, I get Mike, cause Mike was a licensed driver. So I go get Mike, and we'll get in the whip. You know, we'll put like five dollars in the whip. That was back when gas was like ninety-seven, eighty-seven cent. You know what I mean? It's the nineties. So five dollars, we had like a half a tank of gas. We good. We gas that joint up, and boom, we was out of there. We was gone. We go hit the mall up. We go hit a McDonald's. We have us a good old time. Go cruise around looking for some checks. It was smooth, but it was rough not having my license. Even though my mom did let me drive a little bit, allegedly, before I got my license, <laughs> she let me, like, drive to school and stuff like that sometimes and go do. Because I hit her with a, vap, with a valid argument. Every time I was asking if I could get the car, she'd be like, nope, nope, nope. But then, like say, if she wanted something, she needed something from the, from the Harvey's or she needed something from the Walmart or something, then it's Omar, go to the store. Go to the store for me. So I was like, look, it ain't right that you only let me drive the car when you want to do something, when you want me to do something, and never let me get it when I want to do something, because I'm st it's still illegal either way, and I'm the one driving the car. So it don't really matter if I get pulled over going to the store for you or if I get pulled over going somewhere I want to go, either way, I'm still going to jail. And she <laughs> she listened to that to that reasoning at the time, man, because my mom was pretty cool. And, you know, she was like, you know what, it, 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 is, it ain't right that I'm sending you to take this risk for me. And I was like, see, but she still didn't want me to... Uh, she still didn't really want me to drive the car because it was illegal, but she would let me take it to school. I, it was school wasn't far at all, so she would still let me take it to school or, you know, to the store or something like that. Maybe drive to the mall. Little simple things, 
that she trusted I was able to do. But it was cool, man. Uh, life goes on, and I still turned out pretty well, man. But uh, we're going to end the story uh, for this week right there. Thank y'all for tuning in to Growing Up the Field, Season 3, My Wonder Years. And uh, we're going to have another episode for y'all next week. Hopefully, like I said, just bear with me on these episodes because my daughter's in town. So, you know, I'm kind of just recording, just kind of playing it by ear. So if I don't, I barely got this one in because I fell asleep. I'm recording this. It's almost 3 o'clock in the morning and I got to work tomorrow. So, um, cause I fell asleep on the couch watching TV and I woke up and I was like, yeah, I, I, I got to get this episode done. Cause I like to record my stuff on the fly. I don't like to do things ahead of time. I do when I have time to do things ahead of time, but a lot of times with my scheduling, if I'm putting out an episode tomorrow, then I'm probably going to record and do with any type of plan with the audio that I'm going to do that night and then put, put it up in the morning. Cause that's just how DeVille rolls, man, mind your business. But, yeah, y'all bear with me. So if, if something doesn't drop Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday, bear with me, man. I'll get right back with you. Thank y'all for tuning in, man. I'm out of here. Peace.